the two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello there and good day to everybody. Welcome now to game week five of the Red Side Rivals Social, where we talk news, debate and banter from Manchester United and Liverpool. I am Brad, your co-host, and as ever, I am here with the trusty Mr. Lee Boy. Mr. Lee Boy to you. To me. And to you. Just to me. Don't start with <laughs> Chuckle Brothers. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> well done. You introduced yourself. I introduced myself correctly this week. How are you? I'm alright, mate, yeah. Top of the league, so I can't be any better. How are you? Well, we won some. You've feeling, won a game, haven't you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. You won fresh. a game at the weekend. I'm full of optimism for another seven days. You're two days. points behind City. Are we? Yeah. Wow, that's news. Mm-hmm. Um, forgot to mention last week, but uh, how was Norway, mate? You went to Norway, didn't you? I did, mate. It was a, a lovely destination. Very picturesque, full of Liverpool fans. What more could you want? It's mad that was it actually full of Liverpool fans? It is, mate. Honestly, like the, the amount of people I spoke to in the bars were explaining how big the Premier League is over there. Wow. And it wasn't just Liverpool, I have to admit that. Like, they've got a Manchester United shop in Bergen, they know Liverpool shop. So wow. I think mainly United fans, to be quite fair. No, wait, there's right. a lot of Norwegian Liverpool fans as well, so hi to all you Norway fans out there. Yes, hello everyone in Norway. But yeah, uh, and a lovely to... break, mate, refreshed. Plugging the podcast over there. Plugging it left, right, centre. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing Instagrams. So if you're... Trying to get followers. <laughs> Yes. We got one. <laughs> yes. Hello to that Norwegian guy. Daniel, I think his name was. Daniel Norway man. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Did you miss me? Uh, no. No. Lovely. <laughs> I'm, I'm good you come back to me. <laughs> no, of course I did. But yeah, mate, I had a fantastic time and I think you should go yourself. Uh, yeah. No, I won't be going. You need to go. You just got a free flight, that's why you went. Rodders. <laughs> right, we're digressing massively here. Shall we start the let's podcast? dive straight into the podcast this week. Right, so as ever, let's discuss Liverpool United news. Who wants to start? Have, I, have you got any Liverpool news? What's going on? Only oh, very minimal, mate, to be honest. The only, thing I, the only thing I've got, what have you got to say? Go on. I was going to say, no, we'll, we'll start with where we left off with last week. Because remember, it was the Vincent Company testimony. Oh, yeah, of course it was. And we were like, was that oh, last it, Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, it just, we were like, oh, it's about to happen now. So we were like, oh, if we get any news from it, we'll come to you next week and tell you. Yeah. So here is that Here news. is the news. Yeah, here now. It's like the future, but now. He didn't even play, did he? No, he missed it. <laughs> he missed his own testimonial, which is amazing. And all I've got to say about it really was, did you see Scholes' ball? I did, and I, I suppose he could probably still walk into the United squad right now, couldn't he? His technical ability, <laughs> mate, is Horribly, just yeah. off the scale, isn't it? Yeah. Because like the chit was it or the audacity? Oh, can't be saying the audacity to oh, do it. Who was it against? Nearly an early season. Who was it against when he did the old the was, dink? No, but who was he actually like against when the ball oh, was coming towards him? Was God it Carragher? No, no, it wasn't Carragher. No, it was just some chump, it's just some chump in midfield. Some chump, but yeah, honestly, mate, it's just if you're not seeing it, skill level. check that out. By the way, as a United fan, yes, I am celebrating that Scores did a pass in but, the testimony. But what's even funny is like people actually sharing it on um, Instagram and Facebook as if it's like United play at the weekend. I oh, know, mate. We've got to cling <laughs> that just on proves to how bad you're doing at the moment. Yeah, we're clinging on, mate. We're clinging on. But yeah, what yeah. score was it? Was it two all or something? God knows. I, I didn't sit, sit around for most of the games. Really. I've seen like some of the highlights, and obviously you've seen um, Carragher and Neville giving each other absolute oh, shit and bantering. If you, see, if you check, out, check out those videos, basically, that was exactly just like you and me. I thought, <laughs> you know, just like taking the piss out of each out other. Out of position. Yeah. Well, no, not out of position, but <laughs> taking the piss out of each other. I mean, I was always in good positions. Shit. So that was the that was the testimonial. Nothing else really. I think. Yeah, but sorry, before we move on, let's actually give, give him some respect. Come, on, mate. He was probably one of the better defenders to ever grace the Premier League. And as yeah. much as we hated the fact he played for City, mate, he, he was he, unbelievable. When he when he was yeah. fit, playing it week in week out, he won the league quite a lot of times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was a leader. Yeah, good defender. Yeah. So let's pay some respect to him. He's not dead. Let's pay some respect. I'm not he's fucking. a shit manager though oh yeah obviously yeah <laughs> just ask that and the like fans yeah well we covered that last week didn't we about him <laughs> but um, yeah I'm not clapping him <laughs> so Liverpool news go it, only if, oh, it's just one thing really, maybe. it's been quite quiet um, 
we just got Origi after the Newcastle game, picked up a little bit of an injury. So Jurgen Klopp come out saying he couldn't really confirm what it is, but they're not concerned. He'll be out for a week or two. So it's just a knock, really. Yeah, there wasn't much, really. <coughs> no, after the way Origi played the weekend, he's probably done him a favour. Well, you got yeah. to bring Fellino in, didn't you? Yeah. What about United, mate? What's going yeah. on there? You've got Biggest quite a few news. things on you. The main bit of United news was obviously great news for all United fans. Was We've got the De Gea deal over the line. Oh, for fuck's sake. Thank God for that. We've got it over the line. We was obviously talking last week about... Held at gunpoint. Yeah, well, we was obviously talking last week about how he could potentially go on a free and how we wouldn't want that to happen. So it's really good to get that over the line. You've got to be over the moon, mate. So he's on... It's a fifteen million pound a year deal, which when you break it down is like two hundred and eighty eight grand a week. What's that? Um, an hour, minute? Stop asking me for these like random maps. <laughs> Shut the question out there, mate. On um, the spot. Expect me to be Albert Einstein, I can barely count. Work it out. So yeah, so it's two two hundred and eighty eight and something grand a week. To put which, into, is, to, which is fifteen million a year. To put it into context, right? Alexis Sanchez is at Inter Milan and we're paying £16 million worth of his wages. So we're paying more of his wages to play for another club, which is something like three hundred and seven grand a week. And he's not even playing for them, is he? <laughs> well, he didn't play in the Champions League. I'm not seeing if he's played yet or not. But yeah, how crazy is that? So De Gea's got this new deal and we're paying more for someone who doesn't even play for us. And you can, for De Gea. you can understand why he was kicking off them. Which is probably why he dragged his feet. If yeah. he's on that much money, he's not even playing. He's well, one of your better it. players. Like, show me your freaking money, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's a really good bit of news. Um, Sky Sports News did a little vote. I saw the tail end of it uh, last week. So they did a little vote for who you, who the people out there thought was their best centre back in Premier League history. So they you're, did like you're gonna give me some options. They give, well, so they, give, they give like verses. So it was like Saul Campbell v like Rio, oh. and then people voted, and then it went to like so and so v so and so, and it like whittled its way down. So do you want to hear the top three? Come on. In at number three, Rio Ferdinand. In at number two, come on, Saul, Virgil, oh, Virgil, Van yeah. Dijk. And in at number one, Nemanja. Shut Whoa! Up. Where's Tony? Where's Tony Adams? Whoa! Nemanja Vidic was an absolute beast, mate. He was until he came across Fernando Torres. And you're gonna go, well, yeah. Oh, I used to hate when Torres would <laughs> run him ragged. Wasn't he? I always remember that game we watched now in our local pubs. And he just ran him absolutely ragged. Every time Torres, it's like they, they were different players when they played against Torres. It was crazy. Just, yeah. But I think it's stupid Van Dyke being second. If I'm perfectly I think it, honest. Yeah, I think at the moment, obviously. I, how can he at be this one of the present day, best when he hasn't even won a Premier League? At this present day, he's probably the best defender in the Premier League. But overall, if you look over the, the scale yeah, of the Premier League, he's been round. He doesn't deserve the merit to be in the top three. It's like Rio's retired. Well, I'll Very cla- good defender. I'll, I'll clap that. I'll give you a round of applause, not Vincent Company, <laughs> for saying that as a like, Liverpool fan. But what I'm saying is, like, I idolise the guy, mate. He's a very good captain, you good leader. Okay. <laughs> Like when you look Go at the Calico. Premier League prospectively, who would you say is top three? In my opinion, would be you'd have to have Tony Adams in there, wouldn't you? From an overall leadership and defence and what he's done over the years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's got mm. the Prem and stuff. Steve Bruce, aka well, this is it. They're big all up face. There. I agree with I agree with Rio, and I agree with Vidic to be honest. But I'm biased. I think they were. Vidic's stats are sick, mate. As when a, you look at Vidic's 2008-9 stats, where we won the Champions League, and compared to uh, Virgil van Dijk from last year, he absolutely blitzes him. It's mental when you when you put it. There's no comparison. Yeah, it's mad. So like even John Terry, mate, we hate JT, don't we? He's like I'm not his biggest fan, but no. he was an amazing defender. Yeah, Sammy Hippier. There's loads of other contenders. Don't Sammy Hippier, mate, was legendary. No, no way, is Sammy Hippier, so one of the top defenders <laughs> in the Premier League. He cost like three hundred thousand pounds. You, you. If we're not talking Van Dijk, you have zero contenders for that. Wow. You Ca- Carragher would disagree, would he? Well, he was a right back, wasn't he? Oh, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he was a centre back. Sent- yeah, Start off at right back. Yeah. Moulded his way into. Slowly got slower. Slowest centre back in the world. And he got destroyed by Thierry Henry a few years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised by that. But like, like you say, it was that recently that vote. Yeah, it was It was last week, yeah. It was last week. So that was what, like, obviously the people were saying that were texting and whatnot. And the people know best, mate. The people do know best. Other bit of news, not United or Liverpool, but UEFA club rankings are out. Oh. They were released on the 
10th of September. Is that worldwide or just UEFA, European? So European. Yeah. So we'll do a little bit of a... Do you want me to do a quiz? I'll guess the top 10. Go on then. Who's, who's Is this in one? merit of order of what they've won recently? Like, Well, it goes, obviously, when, league you, win, titles, when you win games European. or whatever, you get ranking points, European. don't you? Yeah. So I'm going to go from 10th. Yeah. Start. United. <laughs> oh my God. I've not actually told him any of this. He's actually not. He's just nailed it. Yes. 10th United. I, I've not even seen this, let's be clear. This is like off the, off the cuff. All right, go on then. Ninth. Atletico Madrid? No, it begins with A though. Let's not do this because we'll be here all right. Go <laughs> So. Unless you got one right. Where do you think Liverpool came? Fifth. Nope. Higher? Ooh, you wish. Really, yeah? Yeah. Eighth. Yeah. So Liverpool came in at eighth. So it was it was 10th United, 9th Arsenal, 8th Liverpool, 7th PSG, 6th Man City, 5th Juve, 4th Bayern, 3rd Barcelona, 2nd Atletico. What? I know, weird, right? And then uh, I suppose they have won the number one Real. European Cup a few times over the last few years, mm-hmm. haven't they? So yeah, that's the Real. Yeah, mental. They've done nothing over the last couple of years. Oh, saying that, Gat. Just a... they've won the Champions League about four times in the last six yeah, years, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, suppose. Three times in a row. Suppose domestically not doing great, but but I don't know if this if these club rankings are released like every year. So if it's off a year or what, but they are what they are, and this is what it says. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, just another one to mention was Tottenham came in at 12 that's not bad and then that's it for the English contingent so yeah that's a top 40 by the way so go and check that out if you want to see where your favourite team comes I'm just glad I nailed United on (laughs) on the money thanks mate (laughs) (laughs) have you heard what Brendan Rodgers said in 4-4-2 was this about the weekend or just in general I think it was just in general but he was being interviewed obviously with the upcoming games in mind he basically just said what obviously you and me think and what the entire reason for this podcast is. He said that Liverpool and Man United are undoubtedly the two biggest and best teams in the United Kingdom. Thanks very much, Brendan. What's he talking about? He's got no allegiances to United. Why is he sucking your ass? Well, because he's... He's not got no allegiances to us, to be fair. He got fucked off. The guy's not going to lie, is he? (laughs) (laughs) You you can't say that we're not. All the stuff that we've won. So... We've got an extra Thank listener. We've got another listener there, don't we? We really <laughs> should slide into Brendan's Let's DMs. give him a mention. <laughs> yeah. Brendan. So, what about the good news for you about the City defence? Yeah, amazing, isn't it, really? Not good for the Premier League, but great for us. I think us. this has only come out today. <laughs> Jonathan Stones. Oh, Jonathan Stones. <laughs> He's more like a kidney stone, this fucking guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah he's going to be out for five weeks but I just don't buy it I just think because he played terrible the weekend I think Pep's laid into him and I think he's just been given a reprimand and he's on the bench now until he sorts himself out but he certainly played the full game did he he played the full game but he he was sloppy when he he was the same for England didn't didn't he make a mistake for England last week as well not sure but He's not really proved himself. He's been there for four years now. That massive move, and he's he's been given opportunities. Yeah. Not proved himself, and Pep's ruthless, isn't he? If you don't really play the way he wants, ruthless. he'll venture. But yeah, it's like it's great for us. Obviously, we're going to Liverpool match afterwards, but it's gonna pay. We just need to capitalize on this, really. If City are gonna have injuries, we need to take the opportunity, try and make a bit of a gap, so that when it comes to the latter ages of the season, like yeah. February time, we've got something to play with. Otherwise, if we don't capitalize on it, City will get back to strength and this is your time run away now. of it. I mean, you're five points clear, already. and we're gonna lose inevitably. It's not gonna be a high-scoring point tie from last year. None of us gonna get anywhere near ninety-seven points. No, so get those pi- points, points on the board now. <laughs> You've Players got pints on the mind. I've got pints on the mind. But yeah, get the points on the board as early as you can and then if you go through a bit of a blip, you've got something to play with on you. But their defence at the weekend, which we'll obviously mention when we do the results, was shocking with Stones in it. So imagine how bad it's going to be now with... I mean, they've got some young lads of Garcia on this. They'll drop Fernandinho in, won't they? Do you think? That's what they'll do, yeah. That's what I would imagine they'll do, but... But yeah. So... I'm sure they can buy somebody in January if they need. Yeah. (laughs) And then the only other, the last bit of news really before we move on that I've got is I mean it seems that we're mentioning this a lot but I mean we've got to mention it because it's so ridiculous so Lukaku's obviously gone to Italy which is it's, it's like racism's like rafe I think in, in the yeah, Italian league so terrible, apparently he got, he got racially abused by the um, Cagliari fans so now even worse it looked like some Italian programme it had like pundits on it so when you watch the video I'm not 100% sure what it was but it's just some proper like old fella 
he's basically speaking like to views. Pre- yeah he's speaking to like other presenters so basically to be fair to him he's proper bigging Lukaku up he's saying like how good Lukaku is and like there's not another striker like him in Italy and he's a big like strong fellow and all this yeah and he's saying like really like singing his praises and then like this is how this is how wrong it is in Italy they don't even re- but he didn't even realise that this was racist right and he goes the only way that you can stop him is um, if you get 10 bananas shut the fuck yeah. up is that what he yeah, says yeah. Yeah. you throw him 10 bananas or something oh I was like God. it's one of them like so narrow minded isn't it forehead slap yeah, yeah. just like oh, what if I just God. said yeah no not for him he thought it was normal he just carried on but like everyone watching must have just been like what the fuck like, he just jaws said dropped like, yeah so Complaints. You can hear the presenters in the background be like, um, so. And <laughs> you can't exactly move on from that, can you? No, I know, yeah, what did you do? Just fucking roll a VT or something. But yeah, he's been sacked. As you feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, well, it's inevitable. It's like, well, it's just you nice. never know it's in not, Italy, mate. You never it's know. It's not acceptable, is it? It's no. Just, it's getting out of hand and something needs to be done by especially abroad, UEFA, especially FIFA. Abroad. The Premier League are doing something about it, but yeah. you need like a collective motion, don't you? Yeah. I mean, All leagues need to buy into it. All the big bodies need to, and just put a stop to it. Yeah, it's weird. I like they're like twenty years in society, like behind everybody else, especially Italy, where it's bad, and like Spain, it's pretty bad as well. It's weird how they're like so far back in society. It's it's crazy, but yeah, that education that is key, mate. Yeah. So that's the news, mate. That's all our news for this week. All the news. Yeah. Unless you've got anything you want to say. Um, over then Liverpool top of the league now <laughs> great throw that one in there just to make <laughs> us all feel great champions um, you <laughs> right we'll uh, jump into the reviews then you so as ever we're in Premier League Division 2 so we start on the Friday night so I'll go first with the 23 so we were playing Fulham who are right near the bottom I just thought we blitzed them because we've been battering teams this season. Uh, our under twenty threes, they're just so they're so fast and so positive for going forward. It's ridiculous. But yeah, it was a really hard game. It was a tough game. I think it didn't help because they had a player sent off early second half. So then it was a bit like what Southampton did to us. It was harder to break them down. But yeah, um, basically all the information from the match comes towards and the latter stages of the second half. So basically, we scored in the 89th minute. Uh, Ramzani down the right hand side he's like he's like both footed he's proper skillful like tricky winger he's, he's usually he's like, like nanny <laughs> God, no. my favourite player nanny yeah I used to I used to have a thing for nanny I used to get him on the back of one of my times anyway yeah Ramzani cuts in a little two footed jinking and all that and then he put he's usually really really greedy he's like his one bad thing he's so greedy but he squares it to uh, Dylan Levitt and Dylan Levitt slots it 89th minute so obviously everyone's going mad we've finally broke him down then Brandon Williams who's our captain gives away a pen gets sent off oh, in the last 90th minute 93rd minute, <laughs> minute they shoot and Matic Kavara our keeper saves it no so way. absolute scenes mate 93rd minute like everything came in those last few minutes so but we so set- for all those who want to highlight just watch the last 10 minutes <laughs> yeah basically yeah that's where it all came but um, we signed him when we when we signed Sanchez he, he came over to us in that same window yeah he looks really good in and he's just like obviously confirmed it with that with that penalty save like but yeah so that was our game another three points for him they're doing really really well at the minute just joint top with West Ham there's a little gap that's, that seems to be coming now as well so next game is Villa away or shit Villa away yeah onwards and upwards for the under 23s we might get back into <laughs> is there anyone in, in that team that's got potential to, potential go to enter the first team um, like I said probably um, James Garner I'd put him up there Ramzani it's going to be tough to break through for him because of all the all the, all the like competitiveness like, in the squad yeah. got, and he's got like he's got Greenwood ahead of him as well but yeah I'd probably say Ramzani Brandon Williams looks a good option going forward because he's like a I think he's our right back captain as well we've just signed one Bissaka but he could probably go in there as cover, cover. Yeah. yeah yeah. so yeah there's, there's a few the keeper's never going to get in especially now De Gea the, the only way that'll happen is if Romero goes then he'll go, he'll drop in as he's not a bad keeper. deputy to be fair though is yeah, he? he's probably one of the best in the league I'd say for, yeah. for deputy keepers but yeah definitely um, definitely James Garner and Ramzani I'd like to see up in there good yeah, so how did yours do bud? Oh boys, mate, <laughs> and they drew three all against Derby. Like Derby, are quite a good, respectable. Um, do they not like winning or something? They just like um, turning up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't win much, do they? Or? So it was a bit of a thrilling game. I, like I say, I apologise again. I didn't actually watch the match, but I've seen the highlights. Yeah, same. With me. <clears throat> it was quite. It was quite end to end. So we went one 0 up. 
one one, two one up, two two. We went three two oh, up, three game. three. It was like a very like competitive match to be honest. Was it three all draw? Three all draw, yeah. Sick. So um, the captain Curtis Jones scored. There was a goal from Dixon Bonner, who we don't. I've not actually seen too much of him no. beforehand. Um, but Curtis Jones has got a lot of potential. He's a scouse lad. Oh, he's, he's been in and out of the first team. He's always around them, so he's one for the future. I um, mean, there's no goal. So yeah. But the only thing I'm concerned about watching in the 23s is we brought this young Dutch lad in, didn't we, in the summer? That Van der Berg. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just doesn't look like he's adapting, but it's a bit harsh to say that so early. Mm. He's getting used to his new surroundings, players around him, moving from a bigger club, so I think we need to give him a bit of time. He just looks a bit sluggish in defence and a bit sloppy mm. on joint in play. Yeah. So, But he's only 17, so I think... Well, it's all gonna. Isn't it, he's got a few years to yeah. improve himself and learn off Van Dijk, hasn't he? Um, and then, obviously, we've got Hoover who broke into the first team last year in the Cups, who's like a right-back slash centre-back, another Dutch player. But I think he's one for the future, like a really promising young talent. He came on, didn't he, a, f- a couple of times last year for the first team? Because and he came on right-back. Like, we had a few injuries, didn't There was we? a meme that said, like, uh, somebody asked Klopp who he should bring on, and Klopp said, oh, whoever. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's showing him coming on, because the back of his top, it says whoever on it, didn't it? Sorry, that was a poor joke. No, it, it was a meme. Sorry, I mean, no, but it's like... But yeah, so I think it was a better performance by the lads. Yeah. But again, they still haven't got a win on the board. Um, so, but um, yeah, one good mention was Winterbottom. He's a young goalkeeper we've got for the... Winterbottom? Winterbottom, yes. Winter is cool. Um, but he pulled off a few amazing saves, mate. Like, yeah. he, was, he pulled off a few worlds. He's had a really good game. So again, he's another promising young talent. And then you've got Kane and Ryan Brewster, who you hate for some reason. I don't hate him. I think he's a decent player. The only thing that makes me hate him was... He's he's just a bell end online and like when he put he put um that post on um I don't know it was Instagram or Snapchat or something of him with his uh, Champions League winners medal on in the barbers and like he didn't even play on it. Like what are you doing? And that, that comes back to that debate about Pep wanting yeah, to yeah. increase the medals and it's mm. nah let's not get into that. But yeah, Harvey Elliott played as well who we signed from Fulham during the summer. But again, I think he's one for the future. I just don't think he's first team ready. Yeah. You can break into the Fulham squad, can't you? If you've got a bit of talent, but it's a different level at the Premier League. Yeah, so I think they're just learning their education and I think the more they play under 23s and some a bit of competitive football maybe in the League Cup we might see more of them but yeah the boys drew free at least they didn't lose mate I think. see the thing is it's hard to break into the first team for your for your under 23 <clears> because <throat> your first team and your, your strength and depth is quite strong now and I think that's probably affecting your under 23s because they're not getting that time around the first totally team agree, whereas ours alright we're, we're in a poorer league ours we're in Premier League 2 Division 2 so naturally it's going to be a bit easier but our lads are in and around the first team a bit more and I think it really helps so maybe that's <clears> that's probably why you use a struggling I would imagine I, I don't know I think it'd be good because honestly they're moving to Kirby aren't they they're just sorting out them the details our training oh, complex new, they're going to get all the yeah. academy and first team in yeah. one place yeah that'll so, probably help that won't it so yeah. I think they do invite those with prospects and yeah. talent to the first team but yeah. it's, it's different training with the first team to actually yeah, being involved in the matchday squad isn't it so I, I really want to see Ryan Brewster break into the squad but let's like say it's ha- when Firmino doesn't play again we'll go into about the weekend but when he doesn't play the, the team looks completely different and it's the same with Manny and Sally take any of them front free you're not going to win a game are you so it's hard for Ryan Brewster to break into the squad yeah. even though he's got the talent and he's quick he's going to score a goal so I'm punching the mic there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it'd be interesting to see if he does get his chance this year what That's about the women mate we got- uh, well the women you're first we even played till Monday night. Okay. So yeah, again. Maybe go as a game. Apologies. Guys. This is. Really I did not see this match. <laughs> Apologies, guys, but I did not see this match. My excuses have been slave labour. To be fair to you, you didn't go to the first team game, did you? Yeah, so I've not actually seen any of it. I've seen the result. <clears throat> so we played Spurs away, lost one 0 <laughs> Again, lost. It's good. Your um, first team's so good, mate. The team is it's shit. all about the first team. So. Uh, Rachel Furness is it? Yeah, I don't know. I think it is. If I'm going to tell you that, yeah. it was a penalty just before half time, and I, I don't know anything else. At the end, <laughs> we had a player sent off. God, but um, another great result. Another great result for the women. But like I say, it's only game week two, isn't it? Yeah. So we lost back to back one nil. So it's something to improve on. Not conceded too many goals. And they did not scoring any goals at the same time. Like I said, like I mentioned last week, the only thing I know, because obviously we do this Women's Wednesday thing, is like, so we look at little snippets of it. The only thing I know is like, that you've got a brand new manager and she's got no management experience. She's just come from like, developing players for the Women's FA and stuff. 
she works as like a development coach and she's this is her like first role it's like an opportunity for her I don't know if she's any good or not so but at the minute only time will tell so to put things into perspective mate even though I didn't watch it when you actually look at the stats how many shots would you have on target in an average game if you were performing well 10 to 12 12, yeah that's 6 mate possession 40 accuracy 71% so you can see why they're not particularly doing that well I just say we, we didn't do too great last year either, though, I think. And like I say, we're in the higher division, which has got quite a few decent women's teams like City, Arsenal, Everton. They're all way above everybody else, aren't they? Well, we've literally been formed last year and we, I think we're playing better than you, so... All right. <laughs> Would you like me to start reviewing Yeah, United? go on. Review United and tell me how well you did. We got beat. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. So, I can't really get on my high horse. The only thing get off I, your fucking horse. The only thing that I will say is you've played like turd teams, to be honest. Like Spurs aren't that great, and Reading we've played the right, Manchester we have, Derby. We've done this. We've done well, we that. We have like we've had a well harder start to the season. Played the bloody Manchester Derby, and then we played the reigning champions Arsenal. So we our new signing Gronin was out. So Lad came in who wasn't good. And then Lotta Wachvist, who's another new signing, was out. And then Kirsty Smith came in, who was just a natural replacement anyway, so that didn't really matter. But it was another, like another tough game for us. Like to start with City and then play the champions, it's a really tough start. They're going to be hard um, team to move on. It was like, it was pretty much like a carbon copy, give or take, of the City game. Only first half, we, came, we seemed to held, held our own a bit. We didn't have as much chances as we did against City, but we were like, I think we were more forced to play on the counter-attack than we were like doing it as a plan, do you know what I mean? We were getting pushed back quite a lot. But we did all right, though. We had a few chances first half. A couple fell to that, that lad that came in. Man, that sounds weird, doesn't it? does, With his football, that lad that came in. All right, in. lad. It's just, uh, we've got a ringer on here. It's just a fella. <laughs> why is that uh, Why is that girl going Adam's off? Anyway, yeah. Uh, it's a lad. <laughs> literally. So, um, yeah, she came in and she, there was a few chances where you thought, God, she just scored them. And then second half, we came out and it was just like literally all Arsenal. They were just absolutely relentless. Peppered your goal. Mary Earps, our new signing, our keeper. Oh my God, she did brilliantly. She made so many Is that what you ever mentioned on the old? Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd do keepers just because she did really well. And yeah, she, she was really good there. And then finally, in the 89th minute, just after, I'm not joking, like solid pressure from Arsenal, they did so well keeping him out. It was like a goal mouth scramble. And then a shot, and then a deflection, and it went in like a proper goal. Like a proper mark. scrappy goal. Yeah. Van der Donk's good, so she literally put a <laughs> stick donk a donk on it. She put a donk on <laughs> Stop it. Stop your joke there, mate. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I wrote that in my notes. Put a donk on it, and then you just waltzed in and stole my joke. Cheers. <laughs> so yeah, they scored eighty-nine minute. But yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder this season for the girls, I think, because we absolutely blitzed the league last year. Ninety-three goals we scored last year. Ninety-three. First ever season, admittedly, but obviously United have, have just pumped so much money into it, and we were a lot better than some of the teams in the women's championship. But ninety-three goals. That's impressive. Like, right? Jess Sigsworth, it plays out wide right. She was the Golden Boot winner. And she's struggling. This, I mean, like you say, there's only two it's, games. It's gone, a high level. She's not really having many chances though, or anything. It? So I think it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a culture shock to him, really, like having to deal with this. But like I say, two of the new signings are out there as well, and that could have been a lot worse. They they did well, I think, really. So so yeah, spot on. So where are we in the league, mate? Um, so considering you're doing so well, where are you in the league? <laughs> no, I didn't say we're doing so well. God, <laughs> we're both. <laughs> where are we? 11 and 12 yes same goal difference same point tally zero <laughs> the only way is up well maybe not for yeah. you because you've got to play the teams that beat us it's massively grown and like you said earlier off, offline off air offline off air yeah. that we're, we're going to go to the Liverpool United game aren't we yeah well if which we, is if we, can if we can get go, tickets and yeah well mate you can get tickets Jesus <laughs> the demand is high it's about 2,000 people in the stadium day. but yeah we'll um, we'll go to that yeah definitely and then we'll bring you a more insightful yeah. review of the match. <laughs> yeah. But um, this week, there's no footy for United women because it's the Continental Cup, which is like the League Cup, I think it is. But it's like it's weird. It's it's not like the EFL Cup for the fellas. It's set up in like group stages. It's mad. I think it's a bit of a big thing, the, the, the Continental Cup, because it's called like the Conti Cup. The Conti Cup. Yeah, they call it. 
and it's set up in like groups so everyone's groups got announced before the start of the season yeah. but like the groups have got some like odd t- odd team numbers like so some will have seven or some instead of six so I think that's why we're not playing this did weekend. you not qualify for the FA Women's Cup yeah are you out of it no that's this weekend is that this weekend yeah, yeah. or is it not the Continental Cup this weekend yep. it's the FA Women's Super League Cup so it's not the FA no it's the League Cup ah right so my apologies sir so yeah so we've got that this week well we've not got that so you're play- who are you playing this weekend so we've got Sheffield United at home on Sunday midday right, kickoff. Cool. so there's another one you can't watch <laughs> <laughs> true yeah comes to us next week so um yeah, we did really well, I have to confess. I didn't watch the I game. I didn't watch the game. I was watching Liverpool beat Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, good game next weekend. First team. First team. So, obviously, we were the first kickoff, weren't we, on Saturday? Yeah, early kickoff. So, it was my first match of the season as well. Third home game, first match. We finally got there, guys. Finally got there. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a tra- trauma, actually, with the tickets, didn't I? Yeah. Bit of a nightmare, but eventually got the tickets in one's hands got to Anfield it was a midday kickoff, and obviously we'd been out on the Friday night for a few beers and went friends oh, yeah, quizzed we did, didn't we? we so it was a bit lightheaded so it was a bit bit of a challenge getting out of bed but the motivation of going to Anfield to watch the Mighty Reds was there um, but like the funny thing was when I got to Anfield and I got into the Kenny Dagley stand what was the first scene, thing I seen mate uh, if you remember off the podcast it? no that, that woman wearing the Everton top with a Liverpool scarf around oh. Nick what the fuck was all that about she, was she a smackhead she must have been made. but like it must have been a surely a bet she'd lost or something why would you go to Anfield and Everton top I just don't get it didn't she have like a Liverpool scarf a Liverpool scarf, scarf on, on it was a half and half scarf look show me here now oh god scarf's yeah. for you mate and we all know what half and half scarf's are. no do no do well, but yeah weird weird mate weird weird people weird Ald Jankovic <laughs> You're meant to be defending him there. <laughs> uh, have your family scouts. <laughs> More or less, yes. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it was Newcastle at home, mate. So it was after international break, so we're always a bit... Yeah, it's a bit weird. Isn't it? It's a bit of a weird that. coming back after international break, isn't it? You don't know what to expect, so you have a load of random results, but thankfully we didn't have one on this occasion. So in the first half, the first 15 minutes were just like really like cluster and slow a bit sluggish we're giving the ball away quite a lot and after seven minutes Jetro Williams who I like bigged up before on yeah, like you, you, the Brazilian you, you I said he'll cause a bit, cause a bit of danger you went they've got that Brazilian up front and I just thought shut up and then and he's <laughs> so like um, Newcastle broke down left hand side against Trent and we all know Trent's amazing going forward but defensively yeah. he's still a bit suspect isn't he? so he got a bit caught out Jetro Williams just cut inside with a nice little dink something you do on FIFA and just smashed the ball mate and I'm not kidding smashed it into the roof of the net top ends more yeah. or less give and take was a proper at the Anfield, FIFA goal yeah, that one <laughs> at the Anfield Road end and um, the Newcastle fans just went sick it was like one of the moments where yeah, you just thought accept it it was a good goal clap yeah. it you move on um, so yeah Newcastle on, on the bandwagon don't think, celebrate it just clap it and move on just clap on. it and move on. on so the Newcastle fans are thinking hey up we're in here we're going to win the game the mega league. excited tops off singing our shit show support <laughs> um, and then about four or five minutes later we had our first opportunity like thankfully because it was like such a, a ball fest to watch it like, you've seen how excited Liverpool are to watch recently Yeah. last season this season it was just like so out of character Chamberlain had a bit of a half-hearted chance the edge of the box dragged the shot wide and then Origi I don't know what to say about him like he was the Champions League winner wasn't he and he's obviously had a better season than most last year for his, for his standards he came on pushed on deserved a new contract but when he plays he just changed the whole dimension of our front three when um, Firmino plays he drops in deep and allows Mane and Salah to drop in behind, doesn't he? Whereas when he plays, he, he looks the ball over the top. So he's like, he, he tries to bring everybody into play. It just yeah. changes our dimension. It's so That's frustrating to not, watch. He's not Firmino, is he? So you're not going to get No, the he's, same he's not at all, no. But like, yeah, that's a bit unfair in him, to be honest, yeah. But he just didn't play particularly that well. So I was quite relieved when he went down injured. I was quite relieved when I saw he broke his leg. Do you know what So, like, um, he had a bit of treatment, went off. And What's obviously... actually up with him? Oh, you said before, just, Yeah, just a knock. Oh, right, Not really, yeah. come on, I said right, it'd be about yeah. two weeks. So, just before he went off, Sadio Mane, just, like, oh, a delightful finish into the top corner. It's a nice little move, and on the edge of the box, he slots it straight into the top corner, 1-1. The crowd calmed down, and then they seemed to get, like, an extra level of... Yeah, it starts to Do you know, like... The, yeah. Start to build then. They started to build on momentum, started pinging a few passes around, so weren't giving though, bo- the ball away. Yeah. And we, we just looked a lot better. Oh, honestly, mate, his, his goal ratio, he's not even, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, 
and you. Okay. But like, um, I'm sure his record's something like he's played either 50 or 51 games for us. And he, how many of them do you think he's won? 900. Incorrect. <laughs> Close. Cool. Um, 42, I think it is. He's won and drawn nine. He's not lost one game since he's, he's played for us, which is like... It's a stat. That, that is a stat. You love a stat. Yeah. I love a stat, mate. <laughs> so he's on fire, honestly. Like He only, he only cost us 30 million. And what a bargain. You bought Mkhitaryan for that, didn't you? Yeah, but let's not compare him. Let's not... Go compare. <laughs> Don't compare. Go compare. So then, yeah, so I, I think Origi went off after like 28 minutes. Firmino came on, who is the absolute god, and just changed everything about the match. Bobby Firmino, mate. No, I have to admit. <laughs> just absolute brilliant so then after like 35 to 40 minutes we had another couple of chances just before that and then Mane ran through on goal and I can't remember the guy's name in net for Newcastle did Bradenich or something probably someone something like, like him he came rushing out of Hooper. his goal Hooper like Hooper for 8 years so um, he came rushing out of his goal when Mane was like bursting into the net and rather than catch the ball it just ricocheted off his knees flew over him Mane tapped him for 2-1 so he went in at half time 2-1 up crowd was very relieved the Reds were winning. Second half, pretty much the same as where we left off in the first half. A bit sluggish. Not the best going forward. A bit sloppy at times. Gini Vinaldum had a half-hearted chance, like half volley just over the bar. Um, Newcastle were a bit of a threat, to be honest. They, they caused really? a lot of problems, yeah. Like, like I said in the couple of last couple of podcasts, defensively, we're just looking very shaky, aren't we? It's just like, we're yeah. not looking like a solid unit. And there's a couple of moments where like Andy Robinson dived into like a bit of a rush challenge, but got the crowd behind him. Yeah. There was um, an incident with Matip as well. Did you see that with the um, penalty oh, the incident? Penalty that, yeah, yeah it's like, I saw that, yeah. I should have mentioned that before the hour time, but like I forgot to mention. Like, yeah, yeah, that was So, it. like, when it was 1-1, there's an in-swinging cross off a corner. The Newcastle centre-back. We're not going to say random on Gilbert. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, so <it's> Albert. <laughs> Albert. <laughs> Philippe Albert, yeah. Yeah. But um, he, dra- he basically had a, I mean, a headlock, like yeah. a choke. He basically just pulled, pulled into the over. ground. And, like, I, I just don't get what VAR's doing. It's, it's well, like, why didn't it go to review? It's like, this is surely what... these should be pointing out these instances to the referee because he didn't clearly didn't see. You can't blame the referee, can yeah. you? So, somebody, whoever these people are, wherever they are, they should be in the referee's ear, like, that was a penalty. Weird, isn't it? It's like, what's the point in it? It's like, it's meant to be bringing a benefit to the game. So, yeah, you don't need to slow it down, but all it takes is, like, all these referees and third referees are talking to each other in the ears. It was a penalty. Yeah. Because it was a goal kick, so you weren't going to stop the play. Yeah, that's fucking nailed on pen there that, that VAR is blatantly missed. Yeah, and then oh, the third goal, mate. I don't know if you've seen it on match today or if you've seen it when it was live. I've seen the little trick that Firmino did. Oh, honestly, mate. Salah picks up the ball, the halfway line, steams forward, does a nice little intricate pass towards Firmino, and then he just carries on his run, and all you see is Bobby, like a... Oh, it's just like a sublime right little dink I'm, I think direction. I'm coming in my pants mate <laughs> it's one of the best goals I've seen all year I'll just leave the room for this He <laughs> just like out of nowhere he's just he seems like he's got more time than everybody else on the ball he's just like so creative like, his confidence is so high he just dinks this little delicate side footy pass to Salah he runs onto it and slots in the bottom corner to make it 3-1 and then by that point game was over all Newcastle fans shut up and yeah we won 3-1 mate I mean Firmino's great but it's just so weird how much she looks like a lesbian. Yeah, but what's wrong with looking like a lesbian? <laughs> but yeah, if we, it was just a, a brilliant performance. Wait a minute, after the international break, we scored three goals at home. We weren't at our best. We weren't at the races. Got the points on the board, put the pressure on City. But the one negative really is, again, we keep touching on this, is like we conceded a goal again. Like last year with the best defence in the Premier League and nothing's changed it's still the same structure same people apart from Alisson I get, give and take but we're still conceding goals which is a massive concern really because if we come up Where's against the, the big boys season, are you saying yeah well like in four games we've conceded sorry in five games we've conceded in four of them Van Dijk won't be happy no nah, especially with his bonuses 000, yeah. Yeah. but yeah all in all mate very positive 3-1 victory got the points on the board top of the league still sort of made up so what's your main positive main positive is obviously Mane just again on fire scored two goals the front three were all clicking together and we've not been beat at home again so that's like since 2017 we're still keeping that record up 14 games unbeaten mate may I add which is another stat 14 games but not only that is I'm sure we're the first team in Premier League history to score two or more goals on this run as well so not only we've we've won 14 straight games but we've scored two or more goals in each of those matches which is a massive congratulations to Liverpool Stop clapping in this, this is a episode. New feature. <laughs> this is not a new feature. <laughs> this is a Lee new gets feature. The clap, we can call it. <laughs> Let's not spread those rumors. 
But yeah, I'm very pleased, mate. Top of the league. What more can you ask for? But like, I think the massive yeah, pluses yeah. were the Brazilian contingency, mate. Again, obviously, Alisson weren't playing, but Fabinho, Fabinho, just amazing, mate. Yeah, Fabinho's playing really well, isn't he? Yeah, he's, I think he's the best defensive midfielder in the league at the moment. If you ask me, that's a massive call. I, no, correct me if I'm wrong, mate. I mean, but I think no, like Kante's right. off the boil, isn't he? Yeah, at Chelsea. Mm. I, I, I mean, I think, Kante is unbelievable. That goes without saying, but well, I think at the moment is is passing. His tackling, his tracking back, his protection of defence. He's just oh, like I said, on another yeah, level. I was, when he first when he came, people it. were like yeah. slacing him, saying, is, is he up to up to standards? But yeah. he's just like, since the back end of last season to now, he's just kicked on and gets better and better. And hopefully he can improve and help our defence stop conceding goals. Hopefully not. Hopefully so. <laughs> yeah, how about your boys, mate? Time up. Oh, I'll tell you what we need to do. Do you want to go through the results first? Yeah, because we didn't play till three o'clock. So do you want to go through the rest of the results? Up to the rest game? of the results. Yeah, go on. The please. scores and the doors. So, so um, obviously we won 3 1, if you didn't say already. Brighton were at home to Burnley. That was 1 all. Bore off. <laughs> um, Sheffield United at home against Southampton. Southampton won 1 0 away. That's a good result, that. It is, yeah. Out of nowhere, they pull out a, a little victory. Sheffield United have been quite good as well, haven't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I actually had them in my accumulator to win at home. Bum nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spurs at home to Crystal Palace, and I think they were 4 0 up at half time, when I start finished 4 0, so no contest there. Wolves and Chelsea was a random game, wasn't it? Did you see that? Wolves have gone 5 2 Chelsea. Wolves, Wolves yet to win a game. Abraham, again, three goals. Abraham he scored seven. <laughs> From the dead, <laughs> but he scored another hat trick of the weekend. Seven goals for him. Good Chelsea won five two. I know, yeah, he's kicking on, isn't he? And then obviously, then your boys, mate. Right, okay. So we went into the game. Obviously, Leicester are playing really well at the minute. I went. I did a little trek up Rivington Pike at the weekend, and I was with a few of the lads, and we were talking about when you looked at the starting 11s Leicester's team's better than ours. There, I was like, wow, because obviously we were missing Marshall. We're missing Pogba. We're missing Shaw as well. And you just look at their team and I was like, they've got Tielemans that we wanted to sign. They've got Madison that's a baller. They've got Indeedy that's a good, solid defensive midfielder. Vardy up front. You know, I was like, bloody hell, they've got a decent team. They're going some trouble. Schmeichel in goal. I was like, just wow. And I, I think everybody had us, not written off, but not I think I put us down for you getting beat, didn't I? Yeah, you did. But I stayed faithful. True to my colours. And I said we'd win and we won. So yeah, our starting eleven was the same starting lineup as it was against Southampton, but Matic came in for Pogba. So straight away, the last game at Old Trafford was obviously Palace, where we kicked off, and then Roy Hodgson, were the Wovers made him put eleven men behind the ball, whereas you could see that Leicester were, were going to play footy like, so it, that was better for us. Straight away on the front foot, and for a change, who gets fouled? Dan James loves to get fouled that guy doesn't he <laughs> loves a foul and then in the free kick literally is like the opening minutes the free kick comes in from Pereira from the left literally going top corner mate Schmeichel pulls out an absolute world absolutely save yeah great <clears throat> save and then do you know what I was saying like recently how we've, we've struggled with balls in the air especially when um, Palace just punted one up and Lindelof got beat in the air for the header after that a goal kick gets punted up and it goes straight through, straight to Madison, and then De Gea makes a good save. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing that. Actually, yeah. yeah, we were playing nicer football, which was good to see. Then balls played into Pereira, balls played in down the right. Pereira does really well, slides in to win it, and the ball goes into the box. And then Sanchu, their Tunisian defenders, like kind of running up to it, and Rashford just blitz him for pace, comes in behind, and uh, he takes him out. So. He was, it was a penalty, yeah. VAR had a little look at it, but it was given as a penalty. And then Rashford, who was really pleased with actually, steps up after all this penalty controversy. Always goes left as well. And Schmeichel just threw himself like to his right, and then he just slots it in the bottom corner. So. It was a good penalty, which is why I said he should be on the penalty. He's yeah, no, I know. I've admitted defeat on the penalty debate. Get over <laughs> it. So, yeah, 1-0. My initial thought, we've scored too soon here. Then a chance... Quick feet from McTominay, spreads the ball, plays a lovely ball out to James. James comes in close, good shot, misses. He, he just rasps one over the bar, which was not far off. Then we're, we're popping it round quite a bit nicer than we have been in previous games, which was good to see. It's definitely, definitely easier against teams that play against us, which is just, it's just so... It plays into your hands. Yeah, when teams come at us and want to play football, we play better football, it's, it's like a mad thing to say. Then a bit of sloppiness then from Matic, who, who is 
a fucking sloppy player anyway. Plays the ball straight out, which was annoying. He's past his best, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Damari Gray had a chance, but he's tackled by Lindelof. In the 22nd minute, James does some lovely work down the left. He puts a ball in straight across the face of goal, and it was exactly like pinpoint where Rashford should just be to side. He usually him. is kind of thing. But yeah. he got fouled earlier up in the build up, and he was <laughs> on the fucking floor on the halfway line. I was like, oh, you're joking me. Quite a funny moment then in the first half where, uh, you know, that Chowdhury is like a youth player, isn't he, from yeah. Leicester? <clears throat> the guy with a big afro, the Indian dude. He plays an absolute suicide pass to Chilwell. <laughs> Proper short ball. McTominay comes and just absolutely cleans him out. You know, you just leave a little bit in. Yeah. He left a little Make bit in. Make him know like, you're there. Yeah, he left a little bit in, but he cleans him out. Anybody who plays did. football knows what that yeah. is. Bit of sl- I've just, what I've done right from now on is, you know, because I always go on about how sloppy United are. In my notes, I've just wrote Positive. sloppy in capital letters <laughs> when like we've been sloppy. So Aaron Wambasaka plays the ball to no one. Sloppy. Matish gives away, trying to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be cute. Yeah. And from that, though, when Matic gave the weight, bought the weight, trying to be cute, instead of just like playing it forward, playing it backwards, he goes out, we get a corner. And I thought, oh no, what, what happens with Wolves when we got that corner, when we edited it out, ends it out, comes to Chilwell on the Oh, is that volley? I was like, oh no, Chilwell, this is great save by the hair to be fair unbelievable save mate, to be fair yeah. it's like right down his throat wasn't it but like yeah still strong hand on it yeah. Yeah, yeah he made a good save really really good game from the hair to be fair yeah, and then it was it was to and fro in the first half but then towards the end of the first half Leicester was proper possession from them pushing us really a bit of a ropey moment from a corner for United but nothing too serious like nothing really challenged us too much so half time came and then it, we came out again second half really bright start 48th minute a chance Dan James cuts inside has another shot just over again like it's the one before so a really bright start um, 51st minute plays the ball into the box Matter cuts inside has a shot save so really positive again Maguire who was brilliant all game first half the threats that they had didn't do much probably down to Maguire being so confident on the ball he just wins everything absolute in the beast mode wasn't yeah. it yeah and then he gets the crowd he gets the crowd going a ball played into the wide right I think it's Savardi and Maguire comes over takes takes the ball off him like throws him onto the floor and then a lovely little turn and then just brings it out like got the crowd going the next little bit I've got here right is just in the 54th minute I just thought it was hilarious because I'm watching it on MTV MUTV <laughs> MTV <laughs> I'm watching it on MTV <laughs> <laughs> They've got the new contract for Cribs and Premier League football. So I'm watching it on MUTV, right? And then Paddy Creran comes out with some nonsense, right? But this is insane what he says here, right? So they get a free kick, Leicester, in like, what, like five, ten, five to ten yards away from the box, just on one side of the goal. Basically, perfect position for a, for a, for a free kick. No, for a free kick. <laughs> for like a direct free kick for a cross. <laughs> And um, it's direct, you think, right, Madison's over it, he's going to put one into the corner or something. And then Freddie Crowder starts saying, he goes, oh, I don't know why there's even any point having a wall here. They shouldn't have a wall. It's obviously he's just going to chip it over the wall. That's nonsense. Like, the whole point of a wall is to block it. Was, if you think, per, what's the position for a perfect free kick in your head? That's where it was. It was basically there. Yeah, just don't have a wall for this. He's it's either side. It's like, what is this guy going on about? And then the game really, after that point, slowly started to, to, to become more Leicesters. We, we kind of, I think we like give up the possession a little bit. We kind of wanted to let them have it. Because you weren't they, really controlling the game. They weren't really doing anything, so they kind of to come into it more, but it wasn't nothing really scary about it. Defending looked really assured, really good. 70th minute, Chong comes on for Mata, which is good to see Chongy getting on. And Fred came on a few minutes later as well for Matic. Um, was he having a better season? Fred, he's not really played to be honest, but he's coming on now, and I'd like to see Ad- adapting like to the to way you like play. On now, yeah, really like see, I'd like to see him. Start. I don't know what type of player he is, me to no, be fair. Well, he's a bit of like a full of beans defensive midfielder for Shakhtar. He was one of them where he'd always be on you, and you turn, he's there. Do you know what I mean? It might be a confidence player, yeah. Be. So <laughs> I'd like to see him starting. To be honest, Fred, I want to see him in there more. So he did, he did all right though when he come on. He didn't really do anything wrong. Then in the 82nd minute, obviously everything was against the run of play because it was all Leicester. At 82nd minute, McTominay drives forward, which was good. He gets brought down. Rashford free kick. Oh, so close, mate. Rattles the angle on the right-hand side, yeah. Did his usual knuckleball. Goes over, comes down, absolutely rattled the angle. It was a top free kick. Well, it wasn't that good, didn't go in. But <laughs> it was a really, really good free kick. 
towards the end another chance then for United Chong with a lovely turn plays it into Rashford he drops it off to Andreas Pereira who shoots from range which was absolutely terrible but it was just a nice little move off target just the only reason I'm mentioning these is just because I've not really had a chance to mention it in, especially in the Palace and the Southampton games where we've had these little exchanges of play it's been like shit really <laughs> And then right at the end then, because obviously, like I said, Leicester were in the, in the game a lot more. There's a bit of a scramble in the box. Like, I'm talking like 89th minute or something. Uh, and indeed, he gets it on the volley and literally misses the post by like inches. Centimetres. Yeah, yeah. Should have equalised, to be fair to him. And then They're uh, a dangerous side, mate. Yeah, a big roar then at full time. Like, you could just sense the anxiety in the stage. <coughs> just get the end. Get home win on the board. Yeah. It <coughs> doesn't matter so, how you do it, just get there. Yeah, so really pleased with that, to be honest. Like I say, a lot of people were thinking Leicester's one of the teams that are going to break into the top six, and I think they probably have got one of the best squads to do that. <clears throat> and it, was ne- it wasn't it was an easy game, that by any means, especially the way United have been playing. But it was nice to see us get the win. When you when you look at a 1-0 with a goal that's a penalty in the eighth minute, you automatically think, oh, well, they've fluked that on. Yeah, yeah. Or, <clears throat> it doesn't tell half the story, does it? Yeah, or they've, they've, they've scraped it or whatever you want to think. But to watch the game, as much possession as Leicester had, because they had, I think they had seventy percent possession, around about that. They didn't really do anything. If we, you don't do anything with the ball, yeah. you're not going to score. And we had more chances in that game than we've had in any other game other than the Chelsea game. So good to see. Nice to see us really assured in defence. Man of the match was Marcus Rashford, which fair enough, he got the goal and obviously he had a few chances up front. Um, but. I think it should have been Aaron Maguire. He, he was so assured in defence. His overall performance, yeah, Like yeah. I said before, he's winning everything in the air. He was making tackles and he just made things Went look a radar, lot easier. I think he put it in because of obviously playing Leicester as well. Bit of a point to prove, maybe. I'd like to see him now settle in and, and get us... Yeah, well, I think he'll get better and better. Mm, just get us, so that, goes on. get us so that we're not always like, as United fans, as soon as another team attacks, you're on the fucking asses on the edge of your seat thinking, <laughs> shit, here we go. Wait till you play us. <laughs> what <laughs> with two players oh mate I don't want to like I say very assured in defence and very good so yeah I'd be so happy if teams just come and play against us because I know that we'll probably get something out of the game so yeah my, my main positive you remember me my main God. my main positive is um, like I say how good we were in defence like we look really we're really good in defence my negative is really still that although we made more chances than we have done, we just don't look like we're going to go and really give it to teams, you know what I mean? We just don't look like that team. But it hopefully it's coming, like Ollie says. Like It's a positive thing, but you, you want it we'll on, have bad you? times and good times, but there'll be more good times and bad times. So hopefully it comes. I mean, it's a process, isn't it? Like you can't expect it to all just come at once. So. It's a transition pyramid, isn't it? Three points on the board. And a good win against Leicester that are a good side. Well, like, like I say, I think Leicester caused us trouble, mate. They cost us the league last year, didn't they? We were winning 1 0. Harry Maguire should have been sent off, and then they got that goal, didn't they? Yeah. Cost us a dangerous side. So, so to win at home is a good good result, mate. I, I agree, mate. I agree. But yeah, I forgot to mention, obviously, my man in the match. I, I, obviously, everyone went for Mane, didn't they? The Budweiser man in the match. King of the match. King of the match. But I, I still personally think it was Bobby. So I just wanted to get that in there because we didn't go into it. No, this is like all United fans listening now. So no one's going. Uh, just down. keep mentioning Liverpool, mate. <laughs> pissing them off. <laughs> <laughs> so to look ahead to who we've got coming to preview so, the up and coming games. Who have you got, mate? So we've got Napoli on Tuesday night. Oh uh, shit! The first yeah, to Champions League back, isn't it? So we've got that Tuesday I night. I forgot that because. Because you're not in the Champions League. You've got, that's today. You've got them tonight. Exactly, but who knows, mate? It's like, I don't know what to expect, really, because we had them in the same group last year and they were a tough side to play, away, especially. Plus, so, you do say this about every team that you play. Whether it be always Burnley, underestimate. Norwich. Never underestimate the, the, the challenge of the opposition, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got Napoli away in the Champions League. Yeah. The champions are back. Never get bored of saying that. No, and then at the weekend, we've got um, Chelsea away on the Sunday. A couple of tough games there. Yeah, well, our next couple of fixtures are all away up until October. So Stanford Bridge is always a hard ground to go to. Frank Lampard's going to have a point to prove, isn't he? Let's be honest. So yeah, got two tough games coming up this week. Um, if I'm honest, if you were to look at the, the fixtures, we won the Champions last last year. Been there, done that. It's all about the league, isn't it? What about you, boys? Who are you playing? We have got in UEFA's premium European competition... We've got FC Astana at home. 
who I will be going to. Might as well go to the European nights, mate. You might as well, mate, why they're still around. I'm on a Thursday <laughs> night. I don't do anything on a Friday. So, yeah, I'm going to go and watch that. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just going to tell you now, that should be a win, shouldn't it? Should he's, be, mate. He's going to put out a lot. <laughs> but he's, he's probably playing a lot of your kids, isn't he? Yeah, I would imagine so. I'd like to see Mason Greenwood start there, right. actually. What's that? Um, Greenwood, is it? The yeah, striker? He'll yeah. probably end up playing, won't he? Yeah, Luke's just said that. So, yeah, I'd like to see him start. But, yeah, so that's on Thursday night for us. Uh, and then, obviously, we're the... Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, blah, Channel 5. don't know why. He wasn't <laughs> even saying anything. I ripped myself. I don't know, mate. Do you want to talk about it? on Channel 5. Channel 5. Is that still around? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we play on Sunday. Uh, the early kickoff on Sunday, we've got West Ham. There's actually a lot of footy on Sunday, mate, to be fair. Just like to go into that. I think I mentioned off air before. London are in for a tough time, aren't they? The Met Police. There's like four games on Sunday. So, you've got Crystal Palace, Wolves, your boys, West Ham, Arsenal, Aston Villa, and then Liverpool, Chelsea. What, all in London? All on Sunday. On Jeez. Two o'clock kickoffs and two half hours. Met Police, but they're recruiting there, aren't they? <laughs> Get some extras in, boys, because the Norvish are coming to town. (laughs) It's like King's Landing's been evaded. (laughs) King's Landing, we all have been there, don't we? We've uh, we've got we've like you said we've got West Ham and we need to improve on last season's results. Although they're a bogey side for you, though, aren't they? It's always a big game. There's a bit there's a bit of rivalry between United and West Ham. Two of the biggest firms. You're both playing for the top six, aren't you? Two of the biggest firms out there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why there's a bit of rivalry between us. But I'm a Green Street. That was United and West Ham fans, wasn't it? If you've seen Green Street, you'll remember the hooligans, uh, the firms with against what each other. What was his other, name? Out of Lord of the Rings. He was in it, really. Uh, Elijah Wood. That's it. Would you though? Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to, like I'm saying, we need to improve on on last season's results. We actually did worse than last season when we played Palace at home because we got beaten and we drew. We did the same against Southampton and last season we got battered 3-1 and I mean battered by West Ham at the... Far away? Yeah, yeah. So this is another one where we need to improve on last year's result. So nothing but three points there. But actually, mate, before we move on, we went a bit off, thank you. What were the predictions on last week? We've got this little game going, haven't we? Did I say 4 0? Well, we've not predicted this week yet. No, so. but I meant for last week, so before we move on to like this week's. Oh, uh, okay. So did you, what did you say for United? I said 2 0 United. I said 2 Did I United. say 1 0 Leicester? No, I think you said 2 1. You said 2 1. And then United. I think for Liverpool, I said 4 0, didn't I? And I said 1 0. Right, so yeah. So yeah. it's still 1 0. Still 1 0 to me, mate. Still 1 0. So, predictions for this week, bud? So, I think taking into consideration we're playing away in the Champions League this week, and we're playing away at Sunday, I'm going to say a safe 1 all draw. Who's this to? <laughs> no, I mean, like. I mean, Have you watched football? I mean, God, absolute, absolute mum statement. Absolute mum statement. Um, Who was the win to? What game? So, oh, for both, we'll be doing predictions for both, not just Premier League. Might as well, mate. Yeah. Right, okay. Might be doing a podcast. Well, I'm doing well. a podcast, we might as well. Just put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say for the Champions League, oh, God, it's a tough one. I'm going to go for a 2 all draw. Ooh, okay. I think you'll beat them. Nah, they're a tough side to play. Um, and Italy's always an intimidating place to go at the best of times, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Fans aren't the warmest to yeah, welcome. It's very true, that. Uh, so I'm going to go for a 2 all draw with that. Um, and then on Sunday... I'm going to go for a safe one all. I think I'd take a draw away to Chelsea, to be honest. Like, they're going to be up for it. Lampard's going to be up for it. Yeah. He hates playing us, doesn't he? So, I think, um, yeah, one all be a good result. Keep the pressure on City, especially with their injuries. Still yeah. top of the league with 16 points. I'd be happy with that. This will this will be a big test, this, to see where Chelsea are at. You should never strive for a draw. But I think if you have no, a you're not saying you want a draw, but, but you're throwing a prediction out that you're going to draw. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I want the win, but one all, I'm going to go for what about your predictions mate for your games for my games I'm going to say you'll probably beat Napoli like 3-1 or something I'll say 3-1 and then I think against Chelsea I can't see him winning but I want him to so I'm going to say (laughs) 1-0 Chelsea you don't want him winning 6 games in the truck going it no 18 points to you no so yeah, I'm going to say 1-0 Chelsea for that. Um, we've got obviously West Ham, like we said, and Astana. I think Astana, uh, 6-0 United. <laughs> I actually just took a swig of my drink. And he spat it all over his just face. Bit loose, 6-0. Say that, I mean. I just wow. Think, no, I don't think 6-0. Fucking hell, you've won a arrogant. game, have you? No, it's Jesus. Arrogant. It's arrogant, but... If we're not that's being... not arrogant. That's our ambitious considering you scored one, you lost home game. 6-0. <laughs> I'm not saying You're six not six playing nil. FIFA. Chill out, I'm joking. <laughs> No, you, you know, <laughs> you're having it 6-0 it is 
Why? You had six. Though. You had six. You, have, oh, you, you placed it. <laughs> oh my god. Six nil. Right, alright then. Yeah. <laughs> alright, imagine if we win six nil. Imagine well if good. you don't. That's well good because I'll be there. Imagine as well. if you draw nil nil. Alright then, sod it, yeah. Six nil. Six nil. <laughs> god, that's so bad. And then against West Ham. Is it away this year? It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Who we didn't mention that they were Monday Night Football and they drew nil nil with Villa. Lanzini, mate. He always seems to step up again, Drew Bush. He does as well. And Noble, he's all knobhead against us. Um, I'm going to say we'll win 2 1. Not a bad prediction. Ben, you're 6 0. <laughs> <laughs> so my predictions are <clears throat> for Thursday night's top of the league title challenge. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to say 2 0 United for Thursday night. Yeah. Especially That's if you put more of a reasonable especially, one especially if you put the young players out and yeah. a couple of first teams like Matic and Matter and stuff. 2-0 you can't get beat at home by them can you really let's be honest sure, no yeah. disrespect to them but 2-0 no disrespect second win in a row for you and then you're going to the weekend with all expectations I love you how you speak to that I hate how Liverpool fans like speak to that with like pity now they're like another win for you yeah, that'll you be know, good won't no, it another, another win. win horrible and then I think you'll go away to West Ham and I think they'll beat you. Oh, fuck off. 2-0 do you? yeah they've got a big threat up for, well, actually saying that you've got Harry Maguire now yeah, but that Haller he scored an absolute ton of goals with his head last year and I think you'd be alright with that then <laughs> massive face so no actually no I'm going to take it back I'm going to go for you may be to keep my 6 nil. Right, you know, I'll, I'll keep 2-0 two 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 then right but I really think it'd be one all. okay well there's our predictions for the up and coming matches really edge of the seat stuff for the listeners here as they want to know if we'll ever get one right other than yours one that you've got right so far <laughs> So yeah, that's us done. I think you have, didn't you have one more thing actually? Before yeah, you yeah. Run? Okay, calm are, you, down. are you getting calm to it? Down, I'm, getting I'm to dying it. to hear what that, this guy had to say. <laughs> that's us done. So, like I say, every week uh, you can contact us via any of our socials or our um, email. So we've actually had a question come in via email. Let's get this up. Here we go. It's not the first time you said that. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. Right. So we've had a question from Greg. Greg says. Uh, Greg. Greg says, question for Brad. Apologies, by the way, this came in and be- for last week's book. 2007. Because I never check, because we never get emails. <laughs> I've checked it. Please email us. <laughs> so, um, who, this is from Greg, question for Brad, it says, who would you rather have in goal at United? Okay. Go on. He says, A, David De Gea. He says, B, Alison Becker. He says, C, Edison. And it's a tricky, he threw a tricky fourth one in. Go on. Least face. <laughs> <laughs> What a prick. <laughs> so, Greg, it's a good, good question and one that has to be deliberated. While De Gea is obviously a great keeper and he's a really good shot stopper, especially with his feet, Alisson has been so good recently as well for Liverpool. And he's, had the, he's had one of the best seasons, hasn't he, really? His head's above uh, everybody else, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he, he's great. Edison, he's, again, not as good as the other two, I don't think, but he's another one that's like really good with his feet like not in terms of shot stopping but in terms of playmaking he's one of the passes Edison makes he's like an outfield player isn't he at times yeah he's ridiculous he's actually he's good but yeah he got an assist last year yeah but what UEFA and FIFA and everybody is overlooking is your face yeah but like I'd fill the net that's what I mean and I'd gobble literally everything up you I? couldn't physically score so I mean if your face isn't in team of the year <laughs> I'll be disappointed so I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Dealey's face Dealey's face. So put it out Delia's there now. Face. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there now. Lee's face for Ballando. Nice one, Greg. You fucking prick. Whoa, he's <laughs> gone in there, effing and jeffing. Actually, Jeffin. I know this is at the end of the episode now, but Beep. when I'm listening back and I edited the episode from last week, we swear so much Did in that really, episode. Yeah. yeah. So apologies for anybody. Is, if you take it, any offence. It is an explicit um, podcast, but we swore a lot. I mean, we'd had a, fu- a, a few beers, a few so maybe beers. that's what it was. <laughs> but um, it was fucking disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgraceful. So that wraps us up. That is the show. The show. Thanks, Lee, for, for watching Attending. some football this week. It's been good of you. It's very granted. Are you excited for your match this weekend, mate? I mean, um, this Thursday, rather. Yeah, it's good to see you in football in its prime. <laughs> Back at Old Trafford. Welcome in the big boys, FC are starting. 6-0 coming your way. No, yeah, it'll be good. Um, so that's the show. Thank you very much to everybody that listens. We really, really appreciate it. If you would like to contact us, as Greg did, it's uh, we're on Gmail. It is redsiderebels at gmail.com. We are on social media, Instagram at Redside Rivals, Twitter at Redside Rivals, 
And we've got a Facebook group now, which is uh, Red Side Rivals Social, if you want to go across to there. If you're listening to us and you like it, um, I think it's only on iTunes, but can you leave us a five-star review? And if you want to, drop us a little little few little words with, with your fingers there. Just type it up and say some stuff. Thank you very much. If you do that, we have had three reviews, so thanks to the people that have done that. Also, tell a friend. Word of mouth. Spread the word. Yeah, word of mouth isn't just a sick album by Ludacris. It's actually when you tell somebody with your mouth about something else. So if you want to use your mouth to speak and Or your fingers people, for that matter. Use your fingers to speak. <laughs> to spread oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant that sign language. But isn't that for deaf people? That's for deaf people. So I don't think they'll be listening, mate. They won't be listening to much. I want about the old social media. Oh, right, yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, so um, spread the word. So, yeah, please tell a friend if if, um, if you like it and you think somebody else might like it. Thank you to Mr. Will Rice for our musical theme at the start of the show. And that's it. Well, we'll see you next week after Brad's got egg on his face because they lost 1-0. Don't, don't jinx. Don't, don't say things like that. I like saying things like that. <laughs> oh, there's fantasy football if you're enjoying that as well. Yeah, please join it. Please. There's actually someone in there now, <laughs> so they're, they're possibly now going to be the winner because you can't win your own prize, can you? So we but need yeah, at least one more entry. The uh, the Fancy League code is on our Instagram in a post. I'll put it on the Facebook as well at some point so you can see it. But if you want to jump into that, then be our guest and you can win some juicy memorabilia that is signed by someone that isn't us. Um, <laughs> well, if you prefer that, we can sign something for you. I mean, I've... I could sign a pair of boxes. Pair of or jets. If you want. Yeah, pair of boxes signed. Used. <laughs> we oh, that's eBay name for that. Right. We Thanks digress. for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. Oh no! Before we go, <laughs> we're going to do a European show. So basically, when it's when it's been a European week, we'll separate that out from the domestic stuff because obviously it's a bigger it's a bigger thing to talk about, isn't it? So we'll be back probably at the weekend. We'll um, we'll come see you after Thursday's Europa League game at United, and then we'll do a European show. And then every time there's a European week, we'll do that, won't we? Yeah. Cool. So we'll see you at the weekend if you're listening, and if you're not, we won't. As easy as that. As easy as that. Okay, guys, thanks very much for listening as ever. Ta-ra. Tatty bye. Not for you to say.